Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And welcome to the best show on your radio. It is Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much with my man, Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Together, we are presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80. And don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN radio. Wait until you hear who had to say about Lamar Jackson and what happened yesterday should not change any opinion of him. We're going to get to that in a couple of minutes. But I'll throw this question, Harry Douglas. You got the Baltimore Ravens feeling blue. Had their chance opportunity, home field versus Kansas City. Didn't take it seriously according to Ladarius Sneed, Chiefs defensive back when he was on ESPN Radio primetime last night. I can honestly say this, man. They was looking past us. They was already at the Super Bowl. I can say they act like they wasn't worried about us at all. Mm. But, you know, we had the mindset in that we got to handle this game. And they didn't have the mindset. And they're a great team. Great coaches and great everything around organization i can say man we just came with a different mindset than them and it didn't end well for the baltimore ravens they lose 17 to 10 meanwhile the detroit lions they had a 24 to 7 lead over the san francisco 49ers and it all got away they made some decisions the coaching staff in the second half but dan Campbell, the lions head coach does not regret the decision that he made i just felt really good about us converting and uh getting our momentum and not letting them play long ball you know they were bleeding the clock out that's what they do and I wanted to get the upper hand back. And it's easy hindsight, and I get it, you know. I get that. But I don't regret those decisions, and that's hard because, you know, they didn't. We didn't come through. It wasn't able to, to work out, but I just I don't. And I understand the scrutiny I'll get. That's part of the gig, man. But this didn't work out. So which loss is going to be harder to recover from, how the Lions lost to the 49ers or how the Ravens lost to the Chiefs? For me, I'm going to go with the Baltimore Ravens. And I think the reason why I'm saying that is because you don't know if you're going to be in this situation again. Lamar Jackson has been a quarterback for this team for six years. It took six years to get to this point. Mm -hmm. And one of the main reasons why you were able to have this matchup is because Baltimore was the number one seed. The Kansas City Chiefs were the number two seed. Well, it's not a guarantee that you're going to be like that every year when it comes to the playoffs. What if the Kansas City Chiefs and you face them in a divisional round? What we've learned this weekend is to never bet against Patrick Mahomes. (laughs) In six playoff appearances, he has six AFC championship appearances. But also, Freddie, I want to bring another factor into this equation. And the number 10, right? And that's the number of quarterbacks in the AFC conference outside of Lamar. Lamar would make 11 if you add him. But when I look at a Patrick Mahomes, I look at a Joe Burrow, I look at a Josh Allen, a C.J. Stroud, a Trevor Lawrence, a Justin Herbert, a Tua Tungvaloa, a Anthony Richardson when he comes back because I believe in Shane Steichen and as a head coach and what he's able to do with quarterbacks. Uh-huh. Aaron Rodgers when he comes back from injury. And if Deshaun Watson can – if he can get right. That adds another dimension. And we're not even talking about the quarterbacks in the AFC conference that could potentially be coming from the college ranks uh, this year coming up, right? So I think it's so much competition in the AFC conference. If you have an opportunity to be in a position in which the Baltimore Ravens were 
you got to capitalize. They did not. The reason why Josh Allen has struggled is because he's running to Patrick Mahomes in the divisional round. He's running to Joe Burrow in a divisional round and has not been able to make a AFC championship game appearance since he's seen Patrick Mahomes early in his career. So I just think it's it's tough sledding. You're, you're climbing uphill. Now, Lamar Jackson is a phenomenal player. Right. But we also know that you're not going to be able to keep everyone on your roster, too. And roster changes and rosters change. And you have a lot of turnover as well. I don't think it would be any different with the Baltimore Ravens, even though uh-huh. they have this distinct player that they love to bring into their organization offensively, defensively, and on special teams. I just think it's going to be tough to get back here. I love everything you said. And I'm going to hate to be that guy that's going to agree, disagree with you. <laughs> because here's why I think it's the other side that comes to the Detroit Lions. I'm going to go to something that their coach Dan Campbell told his team that he was very transparent to share with the media. I've never heard a coach who may have felt this way right after the game, right after talking to his guys in the locker room, saying this about an opportunity lost by the Detroit Lions. This may have been our only shot. Do I think that? No. Do I believe that? No. However, I, I know how hard it is to get here. I, I'm well aware. And it's going to be twice as hard to get back to this point next year than it was this year. And especially when you've been lovable. I don't want to call them losers because I hate doing that with teams that play in professional sports. You may not have a winning record. That does not make you automatically a loser unless you have a terrible attitude. But it took this long in terms of 32 years to get back to this point for the Detroit Lions. They have not won an NFL championship since 1957. Milk was still being delivered in bottles to steps. Gas was free in this country the last (laughs) time that they won an NFL championship. The fact that he was that transparent may put even more pressure on the guys in that locker room to say, man, he's right. This may be the only opportunity that we get as a team, this team, or this organization with this head coach. And when you're so locked in with your city, if anybody didn't know that before about the, about the Detroit Lions, they really know it now based on what we've seen the last couple of weeks. I mean, grown men openly weeping when they were able to win their playoff game versus the Los Angeles Rams. Over 35,000 people showed up to a watch party at Ford Field without a game being on. And they sounded about as loud as they had a full audience in that building when they're actually playing a football game. And, Harry, you mentioned it. It is so hard to even get to that point. And then you have a 24-7 lead, and you are bullying that football team, and you let it slip out of your hands if you were the Detroit Lions, where everything that you made right in the first half, you went against that in the second half. That's why I think it's going to be a lot harder for them to recover from. You can have convened amnesia. You can tell yourself that. But it's hard to put that in place, especially with that organization that became a very sentimental, wonderful story. And they were so locked into their city when it comes to the Lions. Now, I think it's going to be tough for both of these teams to be able to get back in this position. But, Amen. I mean, it's possible. But when I'm looking at the Detroit Lions – I think I feel more comfortable with them in the NFC conference as a whole because Patrick Mahomes, the standard, a guy that is chasing Tom Brady right now, is not in the NFC. Like when I when I look at the Baltimore Ravens, That's fair. you say to yourself, okay, this was our best chance and we had a better team than the Kansas City Chiefs and we still lost to this football team. Well, I'm pretty sure the Kansas City Chiefs, they're going to get better next year. 
right? And we, we we see the run that they're on. They haven't won the Super Bowl right now, but if they're able to win it again, they're going to be feeling some type of way. That, That's that, a frightening thought, by the way, when you that, just said that they could be getting even better next year. They could year. be getting better. Like, because I, I feel like they're going to add another wide receiver. They're mm-hmm. going to add depth in other places that they may feel like it, it, it's needed. They they got the, the young players to get more experience. This mm-hmm. is two years in a row now for them. I know. When I, when I look wow. at the Lions, I, well, let me finish with the Baltimore Ravens with this. Okay. They failed expectations. Oh, no question. For the Absolutely. Detroit Lions, mm-hmm. in my opinion, yeah. they exceeded expectations. And I think that's probably why it's going to be harder for them to overcome that because a lot of people did not see this team. They thought they could make the playoffs and win the NFC North. People don't realize having one playoff win is a run in the National Football League. When you had two and a half, <laughs> like they did, when you win two <laughs> games and you had the, the first half when you had a chance and you had the lead against San Francisco, then oh, you let man. it get away. That may make it even harder for them. <laughs> I'm glad you got a kick out of it. <laughs> oh, man. Either way, I'm with you. It could be 50-50 with both of these teams. If you're the Ravens, maybe your best chance. And if you're the Lions, maybe your only chance. But but, but let me say this about Baltimore. Okay. Because when, when you know Patrick Mahomes and the, and the Kansas City Chiefs are the standard, mm-hmm. you have to say to yourself, okay, we basically have to get the number one seed or the number two seed every year to, base, to, to kind of guarantee that we're going to play them. That's not a lie. In the AFC Championship game. That's not a lie because if they're the number one seed, you want to be two or three. You're right. You want to avoid that as much as possible, no matter what kind of reseeding they do, because they always have the top team play the lowest seeded team when they advance into the playoffs after Super Wild Card Weekend. Chris in Baton Rouge at 888-729-3776. He wants to weigh in on this in the Freddie and Harry call-in line on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Chris, which loss is going to be harder to recover from? What happened to the Lions or what happened to the Baltimore Ravens and why, Chris? Well, I have to I have to agree with you, Freddie, man. I mean, it has to be Detroit, man. Like you said, they waited thirty two years. Thirty two years to get there. They had the game in their hands. And you waited all this time to let analytics analytics lose the game for you? I just it just has to hurt, man. I feel like he I feel like he they're not gonna go back anytime soon. And dynamics change every year. He says Harry says it might be easier for them, but the dynamics change every year. We don't know that. And how you gonna get there and I just really want you to really just touch on this analytics thing. That's really what I want here. Do they not want to coach no more or something? <laughs> Football is not an algorithm. Football is not an algorithm. It's a game. But Chris, just, that's all I really got to Chris, say because I'm babbling. Just talk to me about that. Chris, let me ask you a question really quick. Well, number because, one, he wasn't babbling. Well done by you, Chris. Yeah, let, let, me, let me ask you a question really quick because what Brad Holmes, the general manager, was able to do, what Dan Campbell was able to do with this program – what it's looking like right now, you might not lose your coordinators either. That's still up in the air. But if you have everyone back on this coaching staff and you're going to add pieces to the puzzle, you don't have faith that the Detroit Lions potentially could get back there? There's always a potential, yes. But there's a stronger potential. Ben Johnson will be in Washington in another week or so. There's a stronger chance that Aaron Glenn might go too. Like you said, uh, it's – 
Patrick Mahomes is dominating the AFC. I totally get it, man. It's hard to get past that gorilla each year, year in and year out. And, yes, the road, the pathway is a little bit easier in the NFC as well. But, man, the NFC is a bunch of dogs biting at each other, man. You, they, you just saw it. We thought Dallas was the best one week. We thought Philly was the best six weeks. San Francisco got beat up a bunch of times, and they still they at the top. So we really, we truly don't truly know. They waited 32 years to get there. Thirty-two years to get there, and they let a they let an algorithm decide they think <laughs> that's gonna bother them forever. That's- Chris is hilarious. Oh, oh and Chris, old boy, by I, the way. But I would take my chances if I'm the Detroit Lions, not knowing who's gonna come out of the NFC mm-hmm. versus being in the AFC and potentially knowing that Patrick Mahomes gonna be the one coming out of that conference. To, to what you just said, by the way, Chris and Rouge, thank you for the phone call. You can keep weighing in as well. Which loss is gonna be harder to recover from? What happened to Detroit in the NFC Championship game or the Baltimore Ravens in the AFC Championship game? 888-729-3776 or you can be heard on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio with Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman. What you just said, I love that back and forth you and Chris had. I love the fact that you should not let algorithms decide a football <laughs> that game. Was not all the time because he's where, where, no lies detected when he said that. Because you always told me you got to know the feel of the game. That's and right. you, you can make numbers dance any way you want, but you got to make sure that you understand the room and understand your team and feel the temperature of what's going on at that moment. Algorithms are cold things. Football players are not algorithms. So I'm both with both of you guys in terms of you got to understand that. But also back to what I've always said, and I keep being proven right each and every time. When you play in the second-by-second league, that's a National Football League, you just don't know what's going to happen. What yeah, Kansas right. City has done, six straight years that Patrick Mahomes has been the starting quarterback, six straight years they made the conference championship it's game. It's not normal, Freddie. It, it, exactly. It's not normal. He, they're the antithesis of what the NFL has been. It's one thing to make one or two championship games in a row. If they win, they'll be the first team since 2004 to go back-to-back and win Super Bowl championships. It has taken 19, 20 years for that to happen. The fact that he's been able to do this six straight years and the AFC gets, get, keeps getting more loaded and loaded and loaded. And think about this with Patrick Mahomes. He's a holding penalty away and an all-size penalty away from beating the Patriots, and he's a bad second half from beating the Cincinnati Bengals. He could have been in six straight Super Bowls without those kind of things. And, hey, that stinks to be him. So, Poor so baby. That, so that's what I tell people when they tell me, well, you know Brady's 2-0 and versus Patrick Mahomes. Well, if you tell D. Ford to stay on sides, mm-hmm. that's when coaches tell you to touch every line when you're in conditioning, to touch mm-hmm. every line. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, then, absolutely. T- then he goes to the Super Bowl in his first year as a starter. As now, a starting I know quarterback, yes. If it was a fifth, we'd all be drunk, and we can't go back and rewind. Uh-huh. I'm just putting that out there. Yeah. But in the AFC – if you're any one of those quarterbacks that I just named, not named Patrick Mahomes, 11 of you guys are fighting for one slot because we already know who's going to have the other one. Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. With the NFL being a second-by-second league, you, there are no guarantees in the NFL. The fact they've been that guaranteed for six years is remarkable. But look, look how many different times. New England one year, Baltimore another year, Cincinnati another year. Uh, you know, Houston, not Houston, um, forgot to t- Tennessee another year, yep. Baltimore this year. You just, everybody else has been different but them in the <laughs> NFC, in the championship games. It, I mean, San Francisco, it took them three years to get back after they lost the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl 31 to 20. But there's been somebody different usually. Philadelphia has been in there one year. Yep. It is so hard to do that that you may think, okay, we were a step away. And then you may wake up next year, you could be the Buffalo Bills. You're two steps away. 
Your Cincinnati Bengals didn't get in, even they're not even getting into the playoffs. It's amazing how the NFL continues to have that, but yet the Chiefs have been the anti-parity team in the National Football League. You don't think Buffalo Bills Bills fans, when they went to the AFC Championship game in Arrowhead Stadium, mm-hmm. they didn't say to themselves after that game, you know what, man, we're going to be in this game against Mahomes for a few more times, so a few been, more years. Haven't been back since. Haven't been back since. Mm-hmm. You want to know why? Because you keep running into Patrick Mahomes, and then one time you ran into a guy named Joe Burrow as well. Mm-hmm. Maybe Herm Evans was right. The way to beat Kansas City, tell them the game starts at 1, and then they show up at 3 o'clock. Maybe that's the way to do it as we far as that goes. We hope these guys don't make it on the bus uh-huh. today. Put sugar in their <laughs> gas tank or something, whatever you got to do <laughs> to keep them from being there on time. Top Dog in Georgia's got something to say about who is it going to be harder to recover from when it comes to that loss on Championship Sunday. Top Dog, is it the Ravens in the AFC or the Lions in the NFC and why? Man, it's going to be my team, the Ravens, man. Hey, hey, first of all, hey, thank you guys. I listen to you all the time. I'm a first-time caller. I have retired military in 28 years. Salute. But never in my life, hey, that I think that that was going to happen yesterday. But I I, I think we, we, Detroit have a hard time recovering from it, not us. You know, you know we, it's got to reset, man. And like I say, Lamar had a bad, horrible game yesterday. And my brother who coached football retired for 20 years at HBCU. He called me yesterday on the phone. He said, man, we bleeped it up. I said, dude, I can't even find the cuss words to find out how we messed it up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, top dog, which, HB, which HBCU school did your brother coach at? Hey, hey, his last school he coached at with uh, Edward Waters and Bethune-Cookman. He won, at, he won uh, the SWAC at Jackson State in 2007. Wow, nice. A little HBCU yeah. in the building. A little Edward Waters D2 and Bethune-Cookman D1 and the MEAC. Nice. You know what? I can't wait. I can't wait to be able to take, you know, my daughter and my, and my son around to HBCUs as they're uh-huh. looking to see where they're going to go to college or whatnot. Yeah. I, I think uh, as a black father, it's it's my duty to do that and give them that opportunity and show them that mm-hmm. and, and let it be an option for them. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with having options available when it comes to any kind of school, any kind of – any, any any parent that takes their kid to further their education, I know parents out there think, man, college keeps getting more and more expensive. But that does mean you don't show kids exactly where you can better yourself. And you get a chance to do something like that as a dad. I did it for my daughter. I took her yeah. around to places as well. There were a couple places I took her to. I said, man, I wish I'd gone to school here. <laughs> I, I, I led her to a Wake Forest. I was like, good Lord, I wish I went to school here when I was on that campus. I wanted to go back to school right then and there. That's how beautiful that campus oh, was. Oh, look, look, my, my kid's in high school now, so yeah. we'll make that trip to Louisville. You oh, best man. believe I'm throwing out that name, Harry Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name, Harry Douglas? Oh, you know Harry Douglas? Harry Douglas. Harry all you got to do is All you got to do is let me know where you're going. Let me know when you're going. That's all you got to do. Mm-hmm. Harry, be a personal tour guide. Are you kidding yeah. me? He'll show you the spots. Not all the spots. I don't think your son needs to know all the spots. What you trying to drink? Harry Douglas? <laughs> hey, they do got a Harry Douglas special up there. I'll leave it at that. Okay. I, I can't wait to hear this off air. Colin, Ohio, which loss is going to be harder to recover from? Is what happened to the Ravens versus the Chiefs or the Lions versus the 49ers yesterday? Hey, how we doing today, gentlemen? We're Freddie good, and Harry, yo, I, I appreciate your show. Thank you. Love listening to you on my drive home. as my favorite part of the day, just about. So, uh, yeah, as a Bengals fan, I'm not. I'm not biased. Yeah, I am. But it's definitely gonna be the Ravens. I mean, Lamar. I think, unfortunately, I am a big Lamar Jackson fan, even though I am a Bengals man. But I think he showed yesterday why the question marks exist. I mean, he kind of wilted 
at the time when you need him to step up and be exactly who he's been the entire season. There are a roster of high-caliber quarterbacks and defenses in the AFC that are all tuning up to beat Kansas City. You know, my team, the Bengals, we were the last ones to do so at, at uh, KC. Yep. But bottom line is, I don't see Kansas City continuing this run. I think we get, other teams in the AFC are going to figure it out. They're retooling. We've got some incredible offensive talent. And the thing about Detroit, Dan Campbell is the head coach. Detroit is led by the passion and emotion that he brings to the table. He and Aaron Glenn are going to figure this out. People are also attracted to go to Detroit now because of all the energy and the excitement that's, that's been there and that's building. So definitely, it's going to be harder for the Ravens to get back. And I don't know if they'll make it back ever again, but that's what I got. Who they? We'll see y'all next year in the Super Bowl. Thank you. Number one, Freddie, I'll be quick. Um, I got three things, but let me start here. Lamar Jackson, we cannot hold Josh Allen, Dak Prescott, and those guys to a certain standard and then have Lamar Jackson have his opportunity in the biggest game of his life and he not show up. Can't let him skate. You're right. But I also can say there are multiple things in that game that didn't allow the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar just happened to be one. Zay Flowers happened to be two. The Mm. penalties happened to be three. Uh, Todd Munkin as an offensive play caller had to be four. That defense early on in the game, they had to be five. So a magnitude of different things, but I don't care. Lamar Jackson, figure it out. It's on your shoulders. Figure it out. Make it happen regardless of the circumstances. And number two, I believe the Kansas City Chiefs are going to be there every time, every year, because I have Mm -hmm. seen nothing less. Yeah, because I've heard that before. This year we're going to get Kansas City. I've heard that the last couple of years. Here they are once again playing in a Super Bowl. You mentioned Lamar Jackson real quick. Torrey Smith will play for the Baltimore Ravens, two-time, two-time Super Bowl champion. That's my guy right there. Yeah, he said, hey, don't make apologies or excuses for Lamar Jackson. I still think you should feel the same way about Lamar Jackson. I don't think any one game changes your opinion of him. I also feel like uh, there were some mistakes in that game that really were the difference in it. Um, I think Lamar made plays when they needed him. It was a battle. I thought both teams played very well. But at the end of the day, it's not always about the team that plays the best. It's about the team that makes the least amount of mistakes. And in this case, I think the Chiefs play well, but I think the Baltimore Ravens also made some mistakes, which cost them the game. That's what he said on a sportsman like this morning with Evan Cohen, Michelle Smallman, and Chris Canty, and he's right. You're going to feel some way about Lamar Jackson. Yes, they may not have changed your opinion about him one way or the other. He's Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive commercial insurance can protect your small business with over 30 coverage options and easy to use mobile app, personalized discounts and more. Get a quote in as little as six minutes at ProgressiveCommercial.com Discounts and coverage selections not available in all states or situations. So keep it up. Triple H say ESPN 888-729-3776 Which loss is going to be hard to recover from? How the Lions lost to the 49ers or how the Ravens lost to the Chiefs, 888-729-3776. Plus, did Purdy, Brock Purdy, finally shut up all you non-Purdyettes out there. And yes, when our producers, Devin Kane, we're talking to you. That's next on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails? Your workout routine. Especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups and sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or just skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up and power your buys and tries the right way or de-stress with some cardio. The choice is yours. Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
Are you tired of uncomfortable, stuffy clothing when you're on the move? Task Performance is here to revolutionize your active lifestyle. Crafted with their innovative organic cotton and bamboo fabric blend, Task Performance's Carrollton Collection is Task's all-time most popular active wear. Task Carrollton Collection is breathable, moisture-wicking, and provides USPF 50-plus sun protection, keeping you fresh, cool, and comfortable all day long. Task has harnessed the natural performance qualities of bamboo to deliver amazingly soft and durable apparel produced in an ethical and sustainable manner. Whether you're hitting the gym or on the trail, the golf course, traveling, the office, or just around town, Task's Carrollton Collection will help you feel better, move better, and live better. Available in dozens of colors. See what better looks like at taskperformance.com. Use code SPORTS to get 20% off. That's code SPORTS at TASCperformance.com. Task, creating the most comfortable performance apparel on the planet. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. It is a reggae Monday version of Freddie and Harry presented by Progressive Insurance. We're so juvenile on the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80. And always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN radio. I'm not even going to say what just went on behind the scenes <laughs> involving Mike Urinaga, one of our program directors for our other shows, and Harry Douglas with a case of mistaken can, can identity. I, can I at least apologize? You should. Mike, you, I am so sorry. You like, should be. I don't have my contacts nor my glasses. <laughs> On and I'm seeing craziness right now. To I say, apologize, Mike. The say that he confused Mike Urinaga with somebody else who works here would be a <laughs> massive understatement. So I'm glad you apologize. <laughs> For those out there, we're just going to leave that alone as far as that goes. We're going to find out if Brock Purdy, meaning Purdy, Brock Purdy, the 49ers quarterback, if he actually quieted those doubters out there. There's one person that will still have doubts and another person that says you better give him the love he deserves. But first things first, which loss is going to be the hardest one to recover from when it comes to Championship Sunday? Harry believes it's the Ravens losing to the Chiefs. I believe it's the Lions losing to San Francisco 49ers. Zay in Houston, what you got to say, brother, to 888-729-3776? Man, I, I, I done finally got through to the fellas in 2024, the, the, the Kobe year. What's going on? <laughs> What's going on? What's going on, Big Zay? Happy belated New Year to man. you and your family, my man. Man, same to you. Trying to get through the yards, like trying to win some Beyonce tickets for my girl. Man, <laughs> would you say we hot? We hotter than the tamale, huh? <laughs> uh, I I wanted to ask you specifically, Harry. I said, hey, what, hey, what, what is CJ Gardner Johnson him? Um, as far as him, when 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 I when I. When I view guys in that light, it's it's a Kyle Hamilton, right? It's a it's a Troy Palomalu. It's a Charles Woodson when he moved from cornerback. Well, when he was playing corner and he moved right. to safety, it's a Rondé Barber. So yeah. I'm not gonna sit up here and say C.J. Gardner Johnson is him. He's now, not even he, a he. It's, but is he a good player? Yes, he's a good yeah. player. Yeah. But I'm not just going. I'm not looking at you know 
T.J. Gardner-Johnson on the scouting report and say, hey, we got to make sure we know where he is on exactly. every play. Exactly. Because I'm not doing that. He ran his mouth, and then they're up by that amount, 21-7 to in the second quarter, and he's waving bye-bye to the fans in San Francisco. So I was saying Santa Clara because they play Levi Stadium. And then in the second half, he's getting burnt by Debo Samuel after he blindside blocked him on an interception. And then Chris McCaffrey's running down the left sideline, and he Heisman C.J. Gardner-Johnson almost out of, out of Santa Clara. If you're going to run your mouth, back it up. By playing well. That guy's a decent player at best. And in the NFL, that can be terrific. But, dude, if you're going to talk that talk and then you got walked over like that in the second half, man, come on. You can miss me with that. And I I think what made it even worse is that you've seen him waving before the game was actually over. Absolutely. And Debo retweeted something. I know. Y'all check on bro. Yeah. (laughs) And he didn't mean that at all. (laughs) Nade in Florida. Loss that's going to be the hardest to recover from. Lions in the NFC or the Ravens in the AFC? And why, my brother? Hey, what's up with y'all, brother? Man, glad to hear y'all, man. I listen to y'all on the way home all the time. But thank you, thank you. Lions, man. The Lions for sure, right? Because I'm a diehard Lions fan. And I'm going to tell you right now, last night, for the first time in the history of Earth, for 30 minutes, every Lions fan thought we were going to the Super Bowl. I see that's what, over for us it, right now. Yeah, I, I tell you what, by the way, thank you for the phone call and the kind words, number one. Number two, when you're so locked in with that kind of sentimental fan base, and that's not the slight Ravens fans because Lord knows hmm. they support their team to the nth degree. I mean, the NFL took their team away, allowed their team to be taken away and moved to Indianapolis. And the NFL said, we got to put a team back in that city. They deserve that football team. And they've been a model franchise when it comes to the Baltimore Ravens. Not just winning a Super Bowl championship or competing for championships, but on and off the field. They've been a gold mine in that city. But when you're the Detroit, you haven't you haven't won the championship since the twentieth century? <laughs> that could be hard to come back from. <laughs> no, it, it, I mean it is gonna be hard to come back from. Uh especially when you look at the Ravens. And I I'll give you a little credit there though, Freddie. The Ravens won a Super Bowl in two thousand when they were won a Super Bowl in two thousand and twelve. They're right, they won twice. Right? Exactly. My so, bad. Twice. Yeah. So they've been able to do it. The Lions, they are new to this in this day and age and they're trying to be that consistent, right? And that yeah. constant uh, of being a, a frequent flyer uh, to, to the playoffs, I should say, and, and having an opportunity to com- to compete and, and be in NFC Championship games with the opportunity to make a Super Bowl. I love the fact that the, with the Lions, everybody said, oh, are you as good as you think you're going to be? And they were better, yeah. not just winning their division, but having that kind of run where they won two and a half games. They just couldn't finish that second half against San Francisco to get to the Super Bowl. And that's because they did not think Brock Purdy was going to do what he did in the second half. We'll get to... Has he finally silenced those doubters? And if you're one of them, at the Keith in Arizona, he wants to make a comparison. Our producer, Shannon Penn, got in my ear and said, Keith in Arizona makes a comparison between Brock Purdy and this quarterback. Keith, you're up. Mr. Douglas, I have a question for you. Your your, your receiver room when you played in Atlanta, what was it? Uh... Early on, it was me, Roddy White, Michael Jenkins, and Brian Finneran and Eric Weems. Late in my career, it was me, Roddy White, Julio Jones, Devin Hester. And before Devin Hester got there, Tony Gonzalez was into the mix as well. And the Hall of Fame tight end you brought in? Tony Gonzalez, yes. And who was your quarterback? Matt Ryan. Okay, so explain to me how Mr. Matt Ryan gets the, the, the nickname Matty Ice. With the with the talent he had, and they said Brock Purdy is doing all this with the talent he had. Why is that any different? I, I can't I can't understand the comparison. Please explain to me. 
That is a very valid point that you're mm-hmm. making, Keith, in Arizona, because mm-hmm. um, we had extraordinary talent. And we also had Tony Gonzalez in the mix when it was me, Roddy White, and Julio Jones, along with Michael Turner at the running back position. And I think Matt Ryan um, did a lot of things that, that Brock Purdy's doing now, through, through with anticipation. Yep. But for Matt Ryan, as a rookie, we knew instantly – that he was the guy. We used to go no huddle a lot, even in my rookie season, because Matt was so doggone smart and intelligent. Now, where I would give Brock Purdy an edge is the athleticism. Like, I've, I've been able to see Brock Purdy and, you know, utilize his legs, but but throwing on the run, whether he's going to the left or to the right, right. Um, that wasn't Matt's strong suit. But you talk mm-hmm. about anticipation, one, two, three, the ball's out, one, two, three, four, five, and even if we came to a seven-step drop, it was always going to be on time. And we had a lot of games in which we won within the last minute of the football game. That's right. where Matt got the nickname Matty Ice from, in which he was able to help lead comebacks. Now, everyone had to do their part, but Matt right. did a phenomenal job in that. But but that's, that's a valid point. It's actually one I may bring up on a, mm-hmm. uh, more so this week when talking about, 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 about Brock Purdy. And it's nothing against Matt. Right. It's just that – I think people pick and choose, and Matt was the third overall draft pick in 2008, and Absolutely. Brock Purdy was the last pick in his draft class. People pick and choose yep. what they want to harp on, in my opinion. Yeah, and, and with Brock Purdy, that's exactly where, in my opinion, even whether he went to Super Bowl, Super Bowl or not, that's where that's going to be. There are going to be those that will support Brock Purdy, but those naysayers are not going to go away. I'm not trying to pick on Chris Candy because it's hard to pick on a guy who is six foot eight, and you're like me, five foot ten. Those things usually don't end well. But Chris <laughs> Canty says, hey, when I mean, he said on Sportsman like this morning, with him, Evan Cohen, and also Michelle Smallman, even though he played great in the second half. There's something to be said for the 49ers taking advantage of the opportunity with the Lions leaving the door open. They just kicked it in. I get it. And Brock Purdy was the head of the snake. I get it. But there are also a lot of plays in that ball game that make you scratch your head and think whether or not those are plays that Brock Purdy can consistently get away with, especially against championship-caliber team. I'm sorry, rolling to your left, throwing back across your body, lollipops over the middle of the field, that's not going to work out. You can't keep routinely doing that and expect to be on the right side of it. I think that game was more about the Detroit Lions having an epic collapse than it was any kind of greatness that Brock Purdy was able to summon. I agree with the collapse part, but I'm not going to agree with the greatness part because – He's not going to try to make those kind of throws constantly over the middle, like the one that he did with the one-handed catch or anything like that. Chris Canty looks at Brock Purdy. It's just me spitballing, and Chris is our boy. Chris Canty looks at Brock Purdy and he says he doesn't look the part, and he's been able to get away with stuff. You can't say the guy in the last two games in the second half where 10 drives happened and they scored on eight of those drives and he went five for five in the second half and just say luck, 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 luck when it comes to him. He's more Brock the Rock then people want to give him credit for. And maybe Chris Candy is on that side when it comes to Brock Purdy. Well, I just watched Patrick Mahomes on a key third down play, scramble, scramble, hold the ball for nine, ten seconds, then flip the ball up to Travis Kelsey at the end. So how was that any different that from different? Brock Purdy on yeah. third down, finding yeah. Jawan Jennings and he him having the ability to catch it with one hand and, and going yeah. for a first down? We can't pick and choose who we celebrate in certain moments and then say we not we don't want to celebrate Brock in those moments. Yeah, I agree with you because both of those things were the same. Big plays made by the quarterbacks off schedule 
One they, was a, they found a way. And they found right? a way. Both yeah. guys found a yeah. way to get it done. No, no doubt about that. Mahomes found Kelsey, and Brock Purdy's able to find everybody in the second half. By the way, real quick, that game between the 49ers and the Detroit Lions, 56.6 million viewers watched that ball game. Best NFC Championship game in terms of viewers in 12 years. 56.6 million people watched the NFC Championship game between the Detroit Lions and the San Francisco 49ers. But the big game happens in 13 days when it comes to the Super Bowl, and we know that's going to be a really hot ticket in Las Vegas. Hot ticket is brought to you by Vivid Seats. They are giving away not one but two free tickets to the Super Bowl now through February 4th. So download the app or visit GameCenter.com, VividSeats.com, slash TNC for all the details. Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN. In other news, wait until you find out how yoga can actually put you in jail. Excuse me. He's Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman. This is Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance. I'm not making that up on ESPN Radio and ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. He's Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman together in a reggae Monday version of Freddie and Harry. Presented by Progressive Insurance. Appreciate you joining us on Sirius X and Channel 80. And always, always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. In case you missed it, a who from the Kansas City Chiefs, who's been a terrific defensive player for this football team. And he left the game yesterday for the Kansas City Chiefs and went over to Baltimore Ravens. Well, sources are reporting right now that their outstanding pass rusher, Charles who has a torn ACL that he suffered in the game last night. Yes, they excuse me, versus the Baltimore Ravens. Highly unlikely to play in the Super Bowl. They don't know the timetable will return. He had a career-high six sacks this season, and he missed the first six games with an NFL suspension. He had the great strip sack on Lamar Jackson that allowed the Chiefs to score another, another three points to make it a 17-7 game. But torn ACL for the Kansas City Chiefs, Charles Aminihu, doing that in yesterday's game in their victory in the AFC Championship game against the Baltimore Ravens. And it sucks for them because you 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 grind in the offseason, you go through training camp, you build up to playoff football, you get here, your team is able to make it to the Super Bowl and you Absolutely. can't play. Um, but I think for him moving forward, it's about the recovery process. Um, in 2024, recovering from ACLs is different. 
from than it was in 1994. So, you know, for him, it's about getting on top of everything, the extension, you know, your knee bend. But I, I know he's going to be all right. He's going to come back strong. The one thing about the Kansas City Chiefs, as they've shown this year, when guys either are out or not playing well, they always seem to find a way. That has been the hallmark of that organization. Mm-hmm. No Tyreek Hill one year, no this guy for this game, guys dropping passes, people not playing up to the standards. And then you look up, and for the sixth straight year, AFC Championship game, and for the second straight year, they're in the Super Bowl. They'll take on the San Francisco 49ers 13 days from now. Each and every night around this time, we always make sure that if you missed out on anything when it comes to this sports story or that news story, you're going to be caught up courtesy of this. They may not be the top stories of the day. In other news. But you need to be in the know. This is In Other News. Well, the first part of In Other News we're going to start at Shannon Penn, our producer's son, who had made a jersey switch based on the results yesterday at the AFC Championship game. So, Shannon, real quick, yeah, what did bi- your son do? Yeah, Braylon was standing on business. You know what I'm saying? He had to make a business decision, and that's what he did. You know, he, he's, a, he's a huge Lamar Jackson fan. He also likes Patrick Mahomes as well. We were rooting for Lamar. He got Lamar fathead in the, in the room, and he was rooting for Lamar. But when he realized that the game was over – he took the Lamar Jackson jersey off and put the Mahomes jersey on. Wow. He's I'm like, I'm la- going out with a winner. <laughs> I'm wow. laughing right now because, boy, uh, every great parent, boy, they're going to defend their child. Shannon yeah. started talking, mouth sideways, talking in the mic, pointing into the uh, mic. Uh-huh. I feel you, Shannon. But you better stop teaching that nonsense at home. Yeah, said, I'm walking, away with, I'm, I'm walking away here with something. I'm walking away with something. Like Denzel said, I'm walking out here with something. Exactly. He was not leaving empty-handed, no matter what the end result of that game was going Atta, to be. Atta boy Braylon. Yeah, exactly. Braylon's like, look, I, I may have come here empty-handed, but I'm not leaving empty-handed as far as that goes. Speaking of handed, when it comes to yoga, could land you in jail that was the case in this situation involving somebody who's Charmaine Nameless, Caitlin Armstrong, now serving a 90-year sentence when she decided to take out another woman. This how authorities revealed how they caught her when she was on the run. It came down to a yoga ad. They told this to CBS 40 Hours on Friday. U.S. Marshals had tracked her. She was sought as a suspect in the murder of a 25-year-old pro cyclist, Anna Rye Wilson, to a tourist beach town in Costa Rica. They hit a dead end. They knew she worked as a yoga instructor in the United States. She was short on money. So they decided they were going to put an ad out for a yoga instructor and see what happened. A week later, she replied to the ad, and police arrested her on a beach after she had been on the run since 2022. At least we know she's flexible. Yes, we do. She better be. (laughs) that's going to have to come in handy with those handcuffs when it comes to her. But can you imagine that somebody said, she's a yoga instructor? Hmm. You would think if you're on the run, don't answer any ad at all. Well, any smart person wouldn't answer the ad if you know you're on the run. Yeah. But you know, sometimes, man, when, 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 when funds get low, people. That, that is true. Desperate times. I mean, desperate measure for desperate times. Absolutely. And, and in her case, I'm, I'm just glad the authorities caught up with her. She should not have to have the ability to get away literally with that, what she was able to do. But that's in the stupid criminal's file right there. Do you think she's going to teach yoga inside? You know what would know, be the best part of her being in jail for 90 years? That she doesn't that she, make sure she can't do any yoga. Really, oh, that, make, really make the punishment punish. Oh, that would be miserable. Right, exactly. Now, you can work out in the yard. You can do calisthenics. 
But that yoga thing, nah, girl, you ain't doing that. <laughs> nah, girl. Freddie said, uh-uh. we're going to make sure she's miserable I, I believe, behind these bars. <laughs> I believe when you're in prison and you're guilty and you're certifiable guilty, you, it should be hard time. <laughs> it should be yeah. hard labor. And if you can't do yoga, you know what? SOL, girl. SOL. <laughs> Aaron Ian comes your way next for Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman. This has been Freddie and Harry and the Mighty ESPN Radio. Take care. God bless. As always, keep cool. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast.